This week, I find out the true meaning of family. And I try serving an evening dinner for an assassin and a telepath. And I'm Garrett, and we watch anime. Garrett, this week we strike up a chord to sing We Are Family because we got all our spies, assassins, and mind readers with me. The show this week is a fun series about faking it till you make it in a world of geoglobal espionage sprinkled with PTA meetings. We try to find out if this show truly deserves my designation for best new show of the spring. That's right, this week we take on the action family comedy known as Spy Family. Before we begin, Garrett, what are new fans going to be expecting from this episode? Guys, do you ever really know your wife, or is she an assassin who could kill you at any time? Yeah, she's like, you don't want to see me when I'm the Thorn Queen. <laughs> <laughs> There's been times my wife has has, has, has leaned into the Thorn Queen uh, territory, <laughs> usually by my fault. Uh, she's gotten to that point. Uh, but yeah, uh, you we want to thank everybody for listening to us on our host site, uh, anchor.fm slash podcast, or really anywhere your podcast is found. But just make sure when you do, you give us a five, five, five star review. Uh, it really helps us out. We want to elevate our show to a little higher so more people listen to us. Uh, but you can also follow us on social media. So Garrett hit him with those handles. Absolutely. Those following us out there in the social media can find us on Instagram at Wanwa Podcast or see what we're saying over on Twitter at Weeb underscore noob. And just to reiterate, we want to thank everybody for listening to us on our new bi-weekly schedule. We know it's a new thing. You have to wait for all your Weeb X noob goodness, but uh, we want to thank you all for listening anyway. Uh, the show this week is the show Spy Family, much like Hunter Hunter. It has an X in between for no apparent reason. Uh, thank uh, you for explaining that because I wanted to know if this was like a trend in Japanese anime. Like, yeah. X meant something like spy X family. <laughs> it's it's uh I, I think the big thing that you and I have talked about before is it means something if the there's two characters next to each other. It means they're in a relationship, but like it's like the show Hunter Hunter. I don't think it really means it. I think it's just a like a stylized way of writing it, and that's it. And, okay. but, it's, but it's a very common Japanese thing, so I don't know. Uh, there might be someone who's going to be like, well, you're not much of a weeb. You don't know why there's an extra... <laughs> <laughs> I guess probably what's going to happen, but uh, sure, whatever. Uh, you know, yeah. Show, show, Bring it, nerd. Show me how I showed my ass on this episode. Uh, so uh, the show came out, the manga came out last year. So it's a really new property, and the uh, it's ongoing, still happening, and the anime just came out last month. Uh, as I mentioned before, uh, we did a upcoming spring uh, series, and I think uh, I brought the semi weeb out Jimmy to talk about it. And this is the was the on our either one or one B of the top series that we wanted to watch this spring. And I I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, just some initial blush, first blush thoughts. What did you think about uh, the show so far? I was immensely entertained. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was great. I thought it had. Uh... I like spy stuff and the fact that they they throw in some comedic relief. It it was uh, I felt a pretty strong property, especially for something so new. Yes, exactly, and it's a unique take. I thought it was in a unique story. Uh, I think it's it's not necessarily an action show, but it's not also necessarily slice of life. It's it's kind of a comedy interspeaks with like like little thrills to it. So I was very much intrigued by it when I first saw it. Um, I liked the idea of it, but. Uh, let's kind of just like jump into it. I mean, this show we we started; it just came out recently. A lot of people like it. Uh, what what is the kind of the conceit of the show? Let's talk about who we're uh, what we're who we're introduced to in the in the beginning in the first episode. So, absolutely. So I'm trying to look for the name because uh, I watched this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, well, let's think about how we how we started. So it starts with so it starts a guy flying hour. off. Well, a guy first off flies off the road. We have no idea what's happening, but then a guy just oh, like, that's right, that's right. So, so, so they're they're driving on a highway, and people you don't need to know about is later. someone of importance, and they're yeah. being driven by their limo driver. Right, and all of a sudden the limo driver makes his face and makes this motion that leads you to believe that his brakes have been cut. Right now they are on an elevated highway, so I mean you'd think like the least he could do 
would be to like turn the wheel to, you know, follow the highway and maybe right. run into the back of a vehicle. But instead he jerks it to the side and he flies off the elevated highway and he explodes in a massive fireball when he hits the ground. Then here comes the meat wagon. <laughs> guy comes out. He's like, Oh my God. And the new guy's throwing up like, ah, ah. all cause you wanted to save a few pennies on some brake pads. No <laughs> Tommy boy reference aside. Yeah, no. And then, so this triggers an event in which we now see a cabal. Like you would think they'd come up with new ways of having shadowy meanings besides the boardroom with the like the rectangular table with one guy in the shadow with his hands in a dick tent. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I know. And so there's this group out there uh, that is like, we have to get our best to figure out what is happening. And so that's when we got experience. The guy whose code name is Twilight, which is not a male stripper's name. But his name is Twilight. It's like the mango of. <laughs> it's like the mango. No, such as Twilight. So, so tell me about Twilight. What's his jam, and how do we get introduced to him? Uh, so Twilight is kind of like Jockin, uh, from Game of Thrones. That's true. I was I was gonna say he was like Arya Stark, right? Yeah. He's, right. He, this he starts things with this one. <laughs> <laughs> this one a, needs those pictures of the two. A man owes a favor. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we are introduced to Twilight, who is a pretty boy blonde, but we don't meet him as a pretty boy blonde. We meet yeah. him in an alley. Right. And so in an alley, there's someone who has a briefcase filled with information, likely something that you could use to uh, blackmail somebody else. And uh, Twilight or Jockin uh, comes up to him and uh, says, hey, I'm here to buy the stuff, blah, 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 blah. The guy hands off the information to him. And just moments later, as Twilight walks away, uh, he turns around and there's someone who looks exactly what Twilight looked like. And he's like, give us the information, boy. And he's immediately petrified because he realized he realizes he's been gotten again. And they come back to Twilight. Not you. Twilight, damn you. He pulls a very... um, Ethan from Mission Impossible move where right, right. he pulls the rubber face off that somehow looks perfect on his face. Right. Um, and he is involved in espionage and he has stolen uh, whatever this sensitive information is. Uh, oh, you you remember it was for hire. The, it, so this is the thing. The geopolitical politics of this is is pretty much basically in Inquirer magazine snuff piece where the, the guy has a toupee. That was literally the only thing that was going to. So when I first that's saw true, that, they keep that. So it's it's West Germany, East Germany, basically, and they keep thinking they can topple the other Germany because the guy doesn't want to be caught with a toupee, right? And you and I thought to myself like, oh, this is going to like cutesy up the geopolitical world of this because they're all just like baby children, like they're just they're, all their world leaders are baby children. But then like some guy gets straight straights up like silence pistol in the forehead and i'm like okay so this is not so cutesy at some point this episode so it's yeah and, and as you said yeah you said it's like west germany east germany but it's got the most unoriginal names for like literally two countries this is one world, like westia it's westalia and ostania so ost means of course east so it's basically you might as well call it like westland versus eastberg is the name of the country. And yet again, it's a Japanese property that's like, hmm, can we go for some Anglo-Germanic lead characters? Like, you bet. <laughs> and make it kind of steampunk. But uh, yeah, so, and then we also find out that he uh, he was also dating the ambassadors, or well, the guy who was, he was trying, who he- Absolutely, and by daughter. he, you mean, you mean Twilight the Spy. Name Twilight the Spy, Because yes. after this entire incident, they cut to a scene at a restaurant where he's across the table from a beautiful girl and a proposal goes down and she's like, so-and-so she's, she doesn't call him twilight. Cause that's like his Robert. Name. I think it was like Robert. And it's like, do you think we'll ever get married? And he's like, actually totes my goats. It's time to break up. I know. And I think he said, I'm no longer able to get intelligent conversation from you. Goodbye. <laughs> Have a great life. And that was it. And then he burned. And, and he, he utilized her for the inside information that he needed. And it was the most savage breakup. No, no, uh, no bodies were found. It was just, I mean, he brutally like aced that woman in oblivion, man. It's like later, later, babe. And so we, we, what's also really funny is that, you know, we get, he, we get to his next mission and it's kind of, as you said, mission impossible. The information guy comes in, he's got a piece of, he's got a newspaper in his hand. 
Twilight sits on the same bench with a with a newspaper, and I'm like, oh cool, some spy espionage. The guys switch newspapers, and he explains it a little later, but it was a little off putting to me for the guy going, <laughs> and then just walks away. <laughs> I was like, what? That's right, because he he is constantly receiving things that like um, are in code. And so the, 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 the sound is a cipher, but it was just so weird to me. Mm-hmm. They're like, just like having to be like, here's the newspaper. And like in his head, oh, and I'm going to take the other one. The guy goes, Meow. and then like walks away. Can <laughs> I tell not, you? That's I, not conspicuous at all. I, I know we've absolutely brought this up. I'm going to say less than five times, but more than once on this show. Right. Um, we talk about uh, being... Um, preteens in the 90s and watching Aeon Flux and there's an episode where two trains pass in a tunnel and she like reaches out the window and kisses another dude and like Mm -hmm. her molar cap comes up and there's a scroll with an assignment with the tiniest of scrolls yes I do remember (laughs) that I remember there's also an episode of Aeon Flux I don't know like it's it's it was so vivid in my memory where Aeon Flux is constantly trying to keep this hook from going into this platform to like for no reason, like it explains nothing. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys are is is handcuffed to the thing, but she's like sucking on his nipples during the whole episode. I was so <laughs> like, there's two kinds. Of, there's three types of Aeon flux. So there's of course the Shirley's Throne version. Then there was the series that you had with who had the molars, and then there was the Liquid TV one, which was just like, if you were on acid, this thing worked, man. It was just <laughs> so out there. I remember the nipple sucking it as a kid, being like, people like that. Like, what's happening? do nipples no less as a uh, little kid i was like this is fantastic (laughs) so he has been given this this decipher and this newspaper and he's given a mission called operation strix yes but there is a twist to the instructions of this operation kyle Uh, so yeah so i'll tell you why he has to do it and you're going to tell me what he's got to do about it so He's got so the the guy that got shot out of a cannon out of the uh, the car over the freeway was an ambassador, and they think there's a traitor in their midst. Uh, and so the country wants to find out if there's this uh, sussy like general like high level official isn't is is involved. And I'm guessing they think he's the bad guy because he looks like Steve Buscemi if he was like. <laughs> on lots and lots of cocaine like he couldn't have taken a more suspect picture it's also kind of like if you if you animated steve buscemi playing hitler right that's like because he has like they give him these like bonkers eyes he actually looks like i feel like we've played i meant to look this up before the show and i didn't i feel like there's a video game we've played where like that's the villain and that's what you have to shoot to hit his like uh was his eyeballs to make like the thing blink yes. as the bad guy would go. Yeah, I know. I go 100%, 100%. He was so sus. But the thing about him is that he is very secretive and he doesn't come out very often except for very specific occasion, which means Twilight has to do some special stuff. So tell me what Garrett, what Twilight has to do there, Garrett. Absolutely. He, uh, Twilight has to create a family. Yep. He has to get a wife. Mm-hmm. He has to get a child. Mm-hmm. And in order to get close to the super secretive man, the super secretive man has children who go to this uber private school. And apparently the only way to get close to him is he doesn't go out in public and there's no possible military meeting you can catch him at. But they do these like juice socials. with the Yeah, exactly. It's like and he totally PTA shows meeting. up for those. He totally goes to PTA meetings. <laughs> so you have to so you have to get a kid so you get close to him to do the thing to see if he's doing the bad thing so yeah and uh, twilight normally works by himself like he's a brute this guy is brood af he is mopey he's like he's constantly saying to himself like hmm, it'd be nice to have a family one day if i didn't give up my identity and everything i love for the sake of spidership and stuff like that so he's like all right i'll do this but this is totally not my thing and so the first thing he's like is let's get a kid. Yep. I need, I need a kid. And what better way to get a kid than to go to the most suspect orphanage that I've ever seen in any history. Like it makes Annie, the, the orphanage is an Annie and or Oliver twist to shame. Right. Drunk, now, uh, and, drunk in the morning. And, and, and Kyle, like, I'm not going to blow up too much about your personal life, but we discussed right. in the previous episode, how you recently became a father and you became yeah. a father through adoption. And I just right. want to ask exactly you, like this, Garrett. I it, went it was exactly was, like this. It was exactly like this. I went to a, a house that with a guy who was drunk at 10 in the morning. 
and he I was, was just, like, blah, 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 no paperwork, take whoever you want. Yeah, exactly. I just, it was like, it was almost like going grocery shopping. No, Garrett took me two and a half years with lots <laughs> and lots of work. <laughs> Twilight's mission should have ended a long time ago. <laughs> right. So I don't know which comes first or second, but whether it's getting the kid or getting an apartment, but he comes up with the best cover name of all time. I know it's, it's like, it, you might as well call yourself like, Jack's suspicious man. <laughs> yes, you know he's Mister Forger. Forger, <laughs> you couldn't have. Yeah, like I. Yeah, um, my name is Nicholas Arsonist. <laughs> Trust me, I'm great. <laughs> what officer? I hate fires. What's my name? Oh man. Oh man. And it's the thing. Not like they gave him that name. He picked that. <laughs> you know, his name was Leon. Leon uh, Forger was 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 going to go, and yeah. so he goes to this orphanage. The the drunk guy is soused, and he's just as you said, like, go ahead, grab one, get him out of here. And he points him to this one girl, and he's like, "Man, I can't wait to get this pain in the ass out of here." And right. she's this cute little pink haired girl mm-hmm. with Madonna's bra cones on her head, <laughs> and she's uh she's she's cute, and he likes her because she seems smart. Mm-hmm. But there's something interesting about the girl named Anya. What what's what's Anya's deal? Anya is telepathic. Mm. So it's not that Anya is not smart, but everyone there, including the the drunk uh, innkeeper, you might as well call him like Tinard, but like (laughs) uh, they know she's weird, but they don't know why she's weird. And basically, prior to this life of of being um, someone without parents and being in the foster and adoptive system, she had medical experiments run on her, not unlike Eleven, right. uh, Stranger Things. She's basically Stranger and, Things. And she is able to read minds. So mm-hmm. while she probably is smart, what's more important for her um, self-preservation is that she can read minds. So when Twilight comes in, or Mr. Forger, if you will, she knows exactly what he's thinking. And when the guy who runs the orphanage is like, oh, screw this kid. I want to get rid of her. She can hear that in her mind. And she's like, well, that's bad news. I should probably get out of here. Right. There's a lot so, of adults so with her ability. bad thoughts going on next to the six-year-old all the time. Right. <laughs> like lots and lots of bad. It was, it's as if like what women want if, if the, the, the lead character was six and every adult had terrible thoughts. <laughs> is this girl's thing and so yeah she she uh showed him like hey look i can do this crossword puzzle and he's like by the way this is the this is like this is like makes new yorker look like you know tiny tots he's like oh that's so so easy it's like a pygmalion was that word and that one's super super chromatic and like these really crazy words was this crossword puzzle well and by the way the entire time they were doing that and you know we're we're doing the subs so it's in japanese and i'm reading it and i'm thinking to myself there is a direct translation for that. Right. <laughs> like the translator's like, oh God, where's I bet even the translator was like going through his like Japanese dictionary. <laughs> find, like some of these like like yeah, Newtonian fluid. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> so she she gets into his deal. And so the one thing is she knows he's a spy because he, he says it in his head, basically, mm-hmm. that he's on a mission for world peace. So she thinks she's there for the good of the world, but he's constantly saying things like the enemy or, you know, kill, like words that she like kind of trigger her. So she's just trying really hard to do this tap dance of like, I hope this guy doesn't send me back to an orphanage. Right. And he's constantly thinking like, man, I should probably send this one back to the orphanage. This right. one's busted. Well, because <laughs> he's been independent for yeah. so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, though, I mean, like a kid that can read your mind, at least like to be able to train another kid to behave in the way you need it to would never mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like, and what you start to find is that Anya, because of her ability to get like two steps ahead, allows her to kind of stick around with uh with with twilight and twilight you know it's actually starting to develop feelings for her because she's unexpected right she's not a normal kid and she breaks into his his like his like suitcase that has all his communication equipment it's like hey find me i'm twilight like this is me come find me and right she gets kidnapped and what you'll find what you find is that twilight is He's starting to grow in feelings for Anya. He's starting to like 
understand why he became a spy. And I, and do you get that part? Do you remember that part of it where? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so he keeps having to go out and do like errands and he's locking her into the apartment right. with, like, with like a crate, with a like garbage a garbage bin. I know. Like, like, like a dumpster garbage from the hallway. He somehow gets on the second floor of his apartment building. Right. To like lock the it, apartment door. Exactly. But, but he locks her in, and that's when she gets into the communication equipment, and immediately it's picked up by the bad guys or the people who want to kill Twilight. They show up. They kidnap Anya. Uh, Twilight finds out, finds out about this, and he shows up at the warehouse where they're at in disguise with, like, a bald head and a black mustache, and he saves Anya, and, but Anya can still read his mind, and he... He takes care of all the baddies and he breaks out and he puts Anya down and he says, go around the corner, go to the police station. Because at this point, he's giving up. He's saying, right. I need to find a way to do this without a kid, without a family. I work alone. This right. is just too much stress for me. Why am I even here? Why am right. I wasting my, my energy trying to save this person? And so he sends her, but she doesn't want to go. So she runs off and she hides. And Twilight eventually comes back, sans mask, and Anya runs out and finds him and says, Daddy, Daddy, you came, or, or uh, Mr. Mister, you it's came Papa. back. Papa, Papa, Papa. Um, and that's like really like the first pang of he's like, Oh, God, I, I guess I'm really glad that she actually didn't go away. Yeah. And it's, it's very much like, well, there's two things I was thinking. First is that he brought up like I had a traumatic childhood too. And that's why I became a spy is that. There were times when I was crying and no one, when no one came to my need. And so I wanted to make a world where that kid. I mean, you know that exist. orphans make the most, best spies. They make the amazing spies because they don't have any history, all that stuff. And that's why they don't have anyone to him. lose. Right. There's no one's going to miss him. No one's going to check up on him. The second thing that made me think of was Leon the Professional. Like this was very much like Jean Renault and a 14 year old Natalie uh, Portman. Mm-hmm. style one of the best movies ever and the fact when my, when my wife told me she didn't watch it i'm like you sit down now <laughs> watch leon the professional it's so good you want to see i'm sure she did not enjoy she it. she did not well she didn't even she didn't listen to my uh my commands but <laughs> if you want to see the most coked out gary oldman ever it's the best it's the best gary oldman if you ever want to see the best gary oldman watch him in leon the professional it's like his best version mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he um and con like i would say it's that and then air force one is like one, it's like two it's like a little very close to uh, and so, so yeah, so he's starting to like really feel for her and he tries to get her to study because she's got to get into this prestigious school by herself mm-hmm. and she doesn't know much, but she uses her psychic powers. Right. Like, and the first step to get into the school is to take an exam. Right. And, and you start to see like, he's actually like relieved and like takes pleasure in her success. Yeah. And that's the, that's the, that's the fatherhood side of it all. So very, right. very sweet how it start up. She um, barely gets into ba- barely, barely. Gets the first phase, though, because she gets in there and she realizes that all the other kids around her are panicking and she can't pull the answers in the way that she right. wanted to. Right. So there's probably a fair amount of guesswork and she barely scrapes by on the point scale. Right. And so but then we get to uh, episode two, Garrett. And there's two questions I have. The first is, uh, you know, we're, I want to talk through the next character we meet, the third of the spy family trio. Uh, I'll get to my second question afterwards. But first, I want to talk us through our next character who we meet because Twilight needs himself a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he needs himself a wife because Anya's passed her test. Mm-hmm. But then what he's realizing is that we have like a food war situation where they have a school that has like really high stake testing. Right. You know, you're like even the parents have to get tested kind of thing. And so he needs a wife to go, and both parents have to be there. And so through a comedy of errors, we meet this woman named Yor. Uh, great name, by the way. And, and who's Yor, by the way? And this will lead me to my second thing after I after you tell me who Yor is. Who is Yor? Like, what is yours? So Yor leads uh, a double life. Your number one uh, is a government employee that works, I don't know, in like a hospital or in a doctor's office. Yeah, she's like a civil servant in the Some government sort of service. Right? Yeah, exactly. But uh, the alternative your is a stone cold assassin. Mm-hmm. Uh, who has one who, sexy dress she wears every time she stabby stabs people. Every time. And she only likes to wear black or red so that the blood doesn't stain the dress or show right. as badly. That's right. She goes from like, but then she also like really loves her brother. Not in a not in a uh, an Oniai version, a brother love version, but she just really respects him and wants him to like have a normal life. And right. yeah, at this at the same time, so I w- I just want to bring this up. I've only watched four episodes. 
I am super sus of the brother. Yeah, I don't know why he's on the call. Like, it, it does, it is kind of sus because he's that, like, you never see, see his face, but he's always on the phone going, like, I love you, sis. You're amazing. Keep I think it. he's going to end up being a baddie or someone. Yeah. Like, so, so here's what happens. So we meet Twilight. We know everything about Twilight. Uh, not everything, but we know that he's a spy and then he's getting on you. Now we meet Yor. Yor is a civil mm-hmm. servant and she's a total, like, she's socially inept. She doesn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. She doesn't date anyone. She, of course, has her private life where she's an assassin. But the girls at work are always teasing her. And then they, like, they're trying to invite her to parties and trying mm-hmm. to get her to bring a man. Right. Um, and she gets a call from her brother and her brother. She's always watched out for her little brother, but her brother is starting to succeed in life and he's going to get a new promotion. And and your knows that in order for it to look good on her brother, she needs to not be a weirdo. And she's reached an age. She's like 27, where yeah. if she's not going to get married, she's going to be accused of being a spy. Right. Because the the um, the the battle between uh, the Crips and the Bloods is so sorry. The battle between <laughs> the West Coast and the East Coast, yeah, right, um, is so strong that you're suspect if you're a beautiful young woman and you're almost thirty years old and you don't right. have someone that you're with. Like they even said that some woman got actually arrested for that. Like this is woman's a is a, 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 a an apt assassin mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. took out like literally ten men by herself with three knives. But the one thing that she can't beat, Garrett, is the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> right, and so. So she gets invited to this party and uh, yeah. she goes and she does one of her assassin assassinations and she tears her dress. And so she brings the dress to the tailor and it just so happens to be the same exact tailor that Twilight has mm-hmm. brought Anya to get some halfway decent clothes to go to the school in. Right. And they both notice each other. This is your and Twilight. They both notice each other because they're both observant. They're both spies, but they're also don't know that the, uh, what the other person is. So they don't Agreed. know how yeah. good the other person is at observing them. And they sort of have this conversation and they each have their own thoughts. Twilight thinking I need a wife uh, or someone to pose as a wife. And you're thinking I really need someone to go to a party with me. So who better to set them up than a telepathic six-year-old who can mm-hmm. hear their thoughts that they both actually have a common interest. And she goes, I want a mama. And then the woman's like, what? what's going on? And <laughs> through a series of just like good talk, smooth talking on Twilight's part and on yours part, knowing that they both wanted it and Anya being the kind of glue that held it together. They decide to go to this party together and she has a, uh, so she invites him and she's waits for him, but then he decides to go on this other mission at the same time. Well, it, I, he was not given a choice. When you were a spy and a mission comes, you must execute it. You must do it. And so he's like fighting this mission and she's like waiting for him. He's like, is this what it means to have your heart toyed with? <laughs> um, and so this kind of leads me to my first question, Garrett. Uh, how Busujima is this particular Busujima? I mean, because she, she's very Busujima, if you ask me. A if, little less Busujima, but... If Busujima's a 10, she's an, an eight point. Eight, eight to eight point five Busajima. Right, she's a little more she, violent. Little you know what? She, no, she's an eight, and here's why. Part of what made Busajima Busajima was her unfailing self confidence. It was the confidence. That's what I was saying. And your does not have that. Like she has confidence, her ability to stabby stab stab, but she doesn't have confidence in her social abilities. Yeah, Busajima loved a man so much that she sent him into the arms of someone else. And she was so confident in herself that she knew he'd come back. And she knew that her breasts would jiggle at just the right rate to avoid a sniper rifle bullet, one going above one breast and one below the other. So this was, this is a, that was independent breast control. Yes. Breast control. And so we get to this, this particular boosted gene, which I was like, this is Garrett's type. I mean, she's very boosted. You know what I'm saying? She's, she's boosted to the to the core and she's like ready to get it and she goes home she's like, she goes to the party the brother's like it's or whoever it is like it's okay he must have you know been able to go and then he shows up twilight shows up with blood all over his face and he's like oh i'm sorry yeah, he, he walks in like it's all good guys hey what's going on and he's it, a psychiatrist like, so that's another thing like it, it would have been if his better risk cover was like i'm an emt or I'm a doctor, like someone who's actually got blood. He's like a psychiatrist. So at what point are you getting like someone? Right. He says he's bloody because one of his clients had an episode and attacked him. 
goes, part of the job, wipe, wipe, wipe. And then so all of a sudden, one of her coworkers is really funny. She gets like really, really jealous. And she literally has, have you ever seen the, the episode of Family Guy where like it's the end and uh, uh, what's it called? Peter is with another woman or just talking to another woman who's trying to like, you know, make him respect women and stuff like that. And then she gets into a cat fight with Lois. And all of a sudden in the middle of their cat fight, this like chef comes out going like, 50 banana cream pies and it's just like, <laughs> it. like it's just like the most convenient like this is obviously meant to go on someone and she's like hey i got this really scalding hot tray of whatever it was it, it looked like like tuna salad from yeah, a picnic. She, like, legit had a like, tuna like, casserole she's like hi i got this giant scalding hot tray that's like like legit explained how hot it was how big it was and how slippery it was well, so <laughs> let's keep in mind that when she becomes jealous, her reaction to make someone embarrassed is to physically maim them with scalding hot food. And if that doesn't work, to call her a whore at a party, <laughs> which and is what her she boyfriend's did. boyfriend's like, cut it out, Simon. I know. At, at, at some point, everyone's like, mm, not a good look. Not a good look. No one likes what, the, what we're all seeing here. <laughs> and so they all kind of leave the party and they kind of get to a, an agreement together at that point that like, yeah, we should probably... We should, you know, I, she, you, you, you want people, you want to do your job without anybody thinking that you're a spy. I, I need someone to go with me because my wife died. So that you're using these like cover stories, even though they're both trying to do a job. Well, and like, well, yeah. but here's the thing. She doesn't acknowledge that he's a spy because she still doesn't know. Nor does he know she that she's says, an assassin. She says, I know. So here's why he needs a wife. Anya, as we mentioned, passes the test, but barely, okay? Right. The next step in the application process is that without exception, the entire family must be present for the interview. So that's why he needs a wife or a stepmother. So when they get out of that party and uh, the not Busajima Busajima realizes they could have a mutually beneficial situation, she says, why don't we just get married? And exactly. Twilight is like, this fell into my hands. What yeah. now? This is oddly convenient for me <laughs> as a spy. A no, no, no. She, she just wants to keep on killing people, but she doesn't want her brother to be embarrassed. And again, I'm circling back to that real quick. I think her brother is going to be a way more important baddie down the road. Right. That's just a vibe that I get. Yeah, it's too early in the series. I can't even answer that. So I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like it's too, like the calls were also too close to you. So it's like, love you, brother. Teehee. Ring, ring. You're going to kill this guy now. <laughs> it was like that quick. <laughs> That's why I thought the same thing. And uh, and so they have this like rare moment where they both show how like awesome they are next to each other, but no one thinks the other one's a spy or uh, any sort oh, of like- because of the pickpocket? pickpocket shows up or the then, purse snatcher sorry and then no but then they also fight another bunch of baddies like a whole bunch of them and then he throws a grenade and uses the ring hence why i think this is very leon the professional and he puts it on her finger the grenade ring and he goes let's get married boom and so was the episode end of episode two so yeah so you're starting to see that like they're all so this kind of like pauses now that we got the nuclear family here kind of talk about the thematic part of the show why i like it why it's kind of a new thing uh, it's very much like very Shakespearean, the comedy of errors. I don't know if you've ever watched that, watched that play, but basically it's like a lot of individual coincidences working together to make this thing work perfectly and, you know, as it works. And then the other theme is, um, you know, people never showing their true selves to themselves. So no, they don't, none of them know that they're, they're all working. They're all working each other, right? They all mm-hmm. think that they are uh, the trick, you know, everyone else is the trick. And you're the, you know, and you're the the carny, and they none of them know that that's not the case, and they're everybody's trying to play each other. But then they start to learn that they they can actually work as a family, and they're caring about each other as as people. Right. And I think that's such a sweet idea. And so I don't know if you like you were getting that feeling as you were going on, like that I that those themes that I was talking about before. A lot of times when you try, when any show tries to create that familiarity, it feels like very forced. And here it felt surprisingly natural. I really. Exactly. They had an affection from what for one another right from the start. Right. And then I think another thing that's kind of like interesting is that there's a lot of times during their thing where in their brains, eight of nine thoughts are, I should quit this. This is I'm 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 weighing over my head, right? They're all thinking that, but then eventually one thing will pull them back 
that reminds them of each other, reminds them of their own trauma, reminds them of their own grief and all that stuff. Then they decide to kind of stick with it just a little bit longer. And it's that little bit longer. That's the thread that gets pulled. That's where it pulls the sweater of their like cold hearts. That's been built over the, all this awful mm-hmm. stuff that's happened to them. And I, and I really think it's sweet in that way. Um, and so they're, they're preparing this. So let's we'll pull into like the fourth episode. The third episode is just like hilarity ensues when Anya and they're all practicing to be uh to be family and they're all learning to get to pass this test and they show up to yeah they show up to food wars a college and they go to this school for six-year-olds apparently and they're being tested as soon as they come to the door and uh and so much so that like they go down that and then the spy knows the spy's like i always know i'm being watched i always know when someone's thing and i know what someone needs for me at any time Mm -hmm. to honeypot situations whatever and so they decide to stop and, and like salute and put their hand over their hearts in front of the uh and there's this one guy who's wearing like the old timey you know grand old opry like binoculars it, if, they, like, if there was a non-rat mr splinter yes like <laughs> kind of what he looks like and he's very much like wearing those like grand old opry binoculars like this peasants don't belong in our school but then they like salute the statue and in like english in like japan fine english he's like very elegant <laughs> Right. So, so uh, the school is like a private compound yeah. and there's like different squares and yeah. streets and, and they're all ever, all of the parents and their children's are per, and children are parading through it. And when they feel like they're being watched, they look up and it's right. actually the staff is up in the windows yes. and everyone is taking notes and everyone has a number and they're eliminating people before they even get to get to the interview, right, right. you know? And so when they see Anya and uh twilight and yar yar your your you walking they immediately w- want to write them off he's like who is who are these people oh she barely passed the she test barely passed the test that was i don't even want to talk to them and then that's right. when uh he salutes uh the founder of the school yeah. and like old and it's man funny because the, yeah because old man like, twiddle beard is like my god they're so elegant and like the the you know yours right. like i have no idea who this is right. and, and, like, and so like, like another back. example of that is they're like walking and i don't know if this was a trick or not but but an, a student or a prospective student had like fallen into a gutter yep. and was covered in mud and so as they're coming across it twilight sees this and the old man up in the in the building sees it and he's like oh let's see what he does here and so Twilight steps right in the gutter and pulls the kid out and covers himself in mud. And the old man's like, what a fool. You can never see someone for an interview with a speck of dirt. What? <laughs> and he looks down and Twilight has changed clothes. <laughs> and he goes, how elegant. <laughs> a very elegant <laughs> So it was just like a lot of just you know he knows what you know twilight knows what he's doing you're and and them are and so they finally get to like the speaker portion the interview portion and there's just a re and garrett this is very much the like an interview via prager you turning point usa you know they carly kirk is like the dean of admissions (laughs) yes like they believe in the nuclear family and like you know this is you know marriage between a man and woman kind of bs kind of people and so well, to be to be fair, they sit for this interview, and the old man has his hoity-toityness. Yeah, but he's not like the worst. And then no. the other guy on the other end just seems like a really well-liked staff member. Just who's a normal dude asking yeah. genuine questions. Yep, just a normal dude. But then, like Tucker Carlson is there. Yeah, I'm just asking questions, and he has that like that the like you know, just like I'm just asking questions face where you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying you. anything. It's just it's worth talking about. Yeah, yeah. Why, why would you? you why would you marry Debbie? You, you like you your Deadbeat? new stepmom, or yeah. is she a slut and you prefer your original mom? Right, right, right. Do you think she's destroying the fabric of America? Huh? I'm just <laughs> asking questions. Like that's what he was basically doing. And, and again, so basically, this guy is a legacy hire. His dad. Yeah, basically, they made it very uh, clear. Uh, president this guy of school is... at one point, and he's like getting divorced. So yeah. he is miserable, and he is seeking to make every applicant miserable. Uh, miserable. So right, when he right. gets Twilight, Anya, and you're in there, he is insufferable. 
yeah, he's just poking and he's like, and like literally he's thinking to himself, I oh, man, I'm just gonna keep poking, poking, poking until they until they break. Like he's just a real mm-hmm. piece of crap. And yep. event, and they're doing really well in your and Twilight's doing really well. Anya's using her mental powers to really know what she's saying. Uh, but she also has she's sick, so she can barely say anything. Mm-hmm. She's like, Oh, what's his name? And he's like, like, Oh, his name is Reginald P. Harwood. And she's like, Bepidol G. Parpu. And they're like, Oh, she's six, whatever, man. You know, yep. that kind of stuff. And then Tucker Carlson goes by and he's like, uh, he's like, you know, so who, you know, this new woman in your life, who do you like better, your old mom or your new mom? And you would just. <laughs> Even even the guys from the school are like, oh, I hardly. Well, why why is that relevant? Yeah, and he goes, man, and and even Twilight's like, man, please have that because he's because she, Twilight knows that like even though Anya's knows what she's supposed to be doing and she's practicing hard and stuff like that, it doesn't replace the fact that she came from an orphanage and right. that this is very traumatizing for her. And, and he started to care for her. Yes, and also and also you know you see Yoris trying not to like strangle the guy. She's got like crazy fingers like she's crazy mm-hmm. hand from smash brothers ready to ready to throw hands and he's like got that face that's like i'm gonna punch this man in the first mm-hmm. and he was about to do it and then all of a sudden he instead punches a mosquito on the table but the table explodes yep showing you that like and then he and then even so he's like if this is the kind of establishment that's going to play on the trauma of a six-year-old then i obviously made the wrong choice which again, eleganto man is like, oh, 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 oh my god, what have yeah. we done? Exactly, like we've gone, we've gone too far. This is not it for us, and this is no longer eleganto. This is no longer eleganto, and he was so eleganto because the guy goes, "Well, you know who my dad is? You look, you did to tell my daddy, and like all that stuff." So he gets punched in the face by the eleganto man, and uh, that's just kind of ends the episode, and it just shows that uh this this group is actually caring for each other and that so much so that twilight was willing to sacrifice the mission for the sake of anya was was very telling and then they end the fourth episode with the picture that they took the beginning of the episode falling over which is a bad omen in asian culture of shit's gonna go south with your family if your picture falls off and i think a lot of people would also kind of use that too so um yeah, so I guess the, some questions I would ask you first and foremost is mm-hmm. what are you hoping to learn from this show? Because this is really new, so I honestly don't know the answer to this. What are some things you're hoping to see from what you see so far? And then we'll go into the main questions that we always ask. What type of clothes does your wear around the house? Hopes that dress she wears when she goes assassinating. That's what I hope. <laughs> there, I, I mean, I wouldn't be totally against a awkward... Uh, mm-hmm carefully placed bubble bubble in the bubble bath scene like that would that would be yeah. fun for me yeah like right um, no level. but uh honestly it'll be interesting to see how they progress i think that they've chosen the baddie to be like this comically bad guy yeah um i i do hope we've watched four episodes and we're getting no closer so it kind of feels to me i think there's 12 episodes in the season so I'm going to say that the entire mission, whether successful or negative, is going to take 12 episodes. I think that's a lot. I wish right. they kind of had like um, six episode arcs and uh, maybe two different storylines per right. season and then like five seasons. And then you get 10 different story arcs, 10 different like missions. Right. But, you know, my fear is that they're just going to really, really drag out this one mission. And there's just like, you know, there's really a lot. And I want to see if eventually do they if and when do they reveal Anya's powers to the rest of them. Right. Um, oh, an entertaining moment, but also possibly like the death of the series because the tension will be lost, will be mm-hmm. when Yor and Twilight found out, find out who one another are. And is that a mm. good thing for the series or is that mm. a bad thing for the series? You know? Right, right. That's a good point. It's very Mr. and Mrs. Smith, like... Yeah, and I think another thing that I'm thinking about this is, and, and this made me think about this when I finished the fourth episode, is that it's very much the polar opposite of like a Black Clover. Like a Black Clover tries to win you over by doing a lot of stuff and a lot of characters and a lot of things. And it's making it, it's very specific, like what it wants from you. Like this guy's a guy that has no power and this guy has all the power, but they're best friends. And then they have to meet this guy. This guy's got a bat, this man of fire. And this girl has, you know, willpower. And then they're all gonna be friends. They're all gonna be doing it. And it just like tries to throw everything at you, but like the what's under it's not great, right? Like what's under it is still like shallow. The opposite of that is this. What is the point of this show? Mm-hmm. Is not much. It's, this mission 
You got to find out this guy who we haven't met yet. And, but you can make a lot of great, subtle, nuanced stories underneath everything. And it's got way more substance with way less. And I, I like that. Like, that's the stuff that I, I love with this conversation because all the themes are really good. It's, it's, it's funny that these three people are trying to use each other, but they don't know it. It's great that they're all trying to be family at the same time and like really figuring out because none of them, all of them live lonely lives of being a nuclear family when they're just shoved together. It's this um, sense of them standing up for each other based on their own trauma. Right. It's huge. And also the, the world of geopolitics when you don't matter, right? Because they kind of frame that too. Twilight is given his mission and then it's like, you're really important. No one's going to ever know who you are. When you die, there's going to be no medals, going to be no statues, or nothing. You will die with no one knowing your name and like the weight that carries you. So, and it's all under this very well-structured, well-founded story. So I'm really excited. Honestly, this is one that I'm going to, I'm probably going to continue on still i'm gonna catch up absolutely this is this is this is a show i'm gonna tell you what top 10 top 15 properties we've watched for me this is going to be the one and i I guarantee this was gonna happen garrett i'm gonna get to the end on the manga meaning i'm gonna get to a place where the mangas run out of content that's what's gonna happen i'm gonna stop until it gets to at least 20 more uh chapters which is at least five months i'm gonna forget spy family ever existed Someone's be like, "Hey, Kyle, did you come up with Spy Family?" Oh crap! And I'm gonna and I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna have to read it from the beginning again because I forgot everything that happened. That's what's gonna happen with this, and I don't want to do that. I want to respect this property, mm-hmm. but I foresee it happening. It happened with a few properties that I know of, like Black Butler is a big one. Like I have to reread Black Butler multiple times because I get to the end of the manga, I forget it exists, and then I'm like, "Oh crap, what was Black Butler got?" And then I have to reread the whole thing again. And then I catch up to it and I've done this so at least much three time. times. It is, man. It's I've re I've reread Black Butler at least three times because I'm I always catch up. It takes forever for a new Black Butler to come out. It's so bad. But this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna let it ripen, Garrett. I'm gonna give it some time. So let give some time in the cupboard to ripen first. I'm like a Hasoka. I'm not gonna okay. swing until I get them until I get that juicy, juicy, ripe, 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 uh, you know, like at least 50, 50 chapters kind of thing. So so we're gonna do what we do every week, which is the two questions of would you keep watching knowing what you've seen so far? Absolutely. I would absolutely keep watching. I'm going to, I think there's 12 episodes. I'm absolutely going to get to the end of it. Now, I really like it. Do I see myself diving into the property in print? I guess I don't because of all the shows that we've watched, none of them, not none of them, rare is the occasion that I've actually then stepped up and been like, I want to read this and I, yeah. and I want to get deeper into it. Would I watch every episode that they produce? I absolutely would. I, I found it like just really, really interesting, but also fun and not too heavy, you know? That's the thing, yeah. For something about like global politics, it's fun. Like I've never, like I have fun with this thing that's supposed to be thrilling. I like that a lot. Um, so let's go do the last thing we do, which is uh, the Weeban Noob Score. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weeban Noob Score doesn't mean the show's good or bad or not. It just means our excitement for you, the listener, to enjoy this property based on who we are as in our listenership. So for me, I'm speaking to the longtime fan. Is this a property that speaks to, you know, your weeb business part should be part of your overall digest. Garrett speaks to the noob, the, the new fan. Is this hard to get into? Is there barriers to entry? All that stuff. So uh, I'm going to start here. I'm going to give this my weeb score of nine. Uh, I think for all the weebs out there, this is one of those properties that you can pick up um, pretty easily. So that's one thing. It's not a huge barrier to entry. It also is really, um, it's refreshing. It's for us. It's there's two things that we want. The first thing is something new, or the other thing is that sub does something you really like exceptionally well, and this does the former, right? It does a very good job of doing a really unique tale of the straight perfect strangers story, you know, Balky and Cosenleli Apleton getting together. That's where we are. And that's, that's, and it does a great, and it's funny. And I, I, I've had plenty of times where I thought it was really hysterical, especially with all the different personalities in the show. Uh, Garrett, what do you give it for your noob score? Uh, I, I'm torn. I, I too want to give it a nine an 8.5 and nine. You know what? Let's be generous to this pre Memorial day evening. Let's, right. let's give it a nine. Um, for the, for the, the troops, Garrett, give it a nine. For the troops, I give it a nine. <laughs> from the get-go, I found it incredibly entertaining, and it 
puts together so many different things. Like we talked right. about the rubber faces of Mission Impossible. We talk about like the uh, the comedy of errors. We talk about so many different things that that just like culminate in a show that like it's a spy show, but it has heart. Yeah, but it's, it's awesome. But it's not saccharine. That's true. It's it still has thrills to it. Yeah. And things that it's it's still got it's still weirdly enough a spy thriller mm-hmm. and a family slice of life at the same time. Right. And, and so so qualitatively, story-wise, that's incredibly hard to achieve. If it were a wine, because uh for those out there who may or may not know I'm in the wine industry, I would say that it is incredibly balanced and shows great harmony. Um <laughs> I, I dug it, man. I dug it. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, so I agree with you. I think if it, there's there's a lot of times it's hard for me to say something's new and refreshing from all the stuff that I've read. This is new and refreshing. Uh, there's a reason why uh, Jimmy and I both said this is our top uh, sp- new new uh, incoming spring uh, anime of the season. Uh, and I think it, it really hits it out of the park and I think it's something that everybody should watch. So yeah. as we uh, go and, and read our newspaper with a meow for the night, it's always important to hear your thoughts is spy family the type of comedy slash thriller that you think any new or longtime fan should watch uh do you like it for its comedy do you like it for the weird things that are said in front of a six-year-old or do you like it for any other of the fun busajima nonsense that's out there uh let us know in the comments below because we really want to keep the conversation going especially for a new highly anticipated anime like this one we want you to follow us on all of our social media, including Weave underscore Noob on Twitter, or you can follow us on Instagram at Wanwa Podcast. You can also follow us and listen to us every week, every two weeks on our host site, anchor.fm slash Wanwa Podcast, or really anywhere your podcast is found. But make sure when you do, Garrett, what do you want to give them? We want a five-star review! <laughs> It'll really elevate our, our, our platform, let more people listen to us. Elevate! It'll elevate ya! Uh, and I uh, really want people to listen to us. So as we close off for the night, we go to our actual wives, not our assassin fake wives for the night. Uh, what are your final thoughts on Spy Family? School admissions are bull dookie and legacy, legacy hires and legacy students are crap. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is the, uh, yeah, that is the real, what's it called? Um, yeah, that, that's the real, that's the real college scanner, the admission scanner right there. So, uh, we're going to be, oh no, affirmative action. That's the real affirmative action out there. Uh, so we're going to be, uh, you know, finding our telepathic daughters. We're going to be finding our assassin wife. We are going to be, uh, you know, going and doing our spy missions for the night. All in all, to wish you all fantastic. See you in a two weeks. So long, anime boys. <laughs>